With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Look on it, 
he was pretty happy with the way it was turning out. So are you ready for this? Ready. I, he wanted to be, it was his idea, because he found the video game, not the movie, and that was the hint that we talked about him the week before, when Craig, you and I were talking about all sorts of stuff. We were talking about some movies, and this movie came up. That was the hint that you missed there. He wanted to be Predator. <clears throat> oh, my God. No, yeah. I totally missed that one. I know you did. That's why I was laughing. And that picture I sent you, the the random one, was actually a picture of the dreads that I made. But oh. So he wanted to be the Predator, 20 hours on this, made gauntlets, made the shoulder pad, made the helmet. Uh, he, he was such a trooper. The helmet probably weighed almost 20 pounds. The shoulder pad probably weighed as much, if not more. And this is where the dad happiness comes in. He got in the city. He got first place for coffee. Nice. Yeah, like I didn't think we entered or whatever or however it went. We just went to the square because that's where they said to go. Didn't sign mm-hmm. up anything, nothing. And then uh, Monday afternoon, our neighbor came over and goes, hey, no one won this. We saw it in the paper. And I laughed because the picture that they had in the paper was actually straight off my Facebook page. So I'm guessing they didn't know who it was, so somebody told him who it was. But uh, he went to get his prize today, and this is another proud dad moment. Uh, he got his prize. It was $50. They gave that little guy 50 bucks for having Sweet. that kick-ass costume. So I called today to find out what he got on the way home. I didn't get to – Mama wanted him to tell me personally. And he goes, you know what I'm going to get with it, Dad? So immediately I thought he was going to buy video games. That's mm-hmm. what he's always asking about. He goes, no, I'm going to buy a big black bear. I'm like, what are you talking about, a bear? He goes, I need to buy Sissy, his oldest, a little black bear because our dogs ate <laughs> one of the stuffed black bears that she had <laughs> that her poppy gave her. So that made Aww. Daddy more proud because – he wants to spend his money on his big stick. Because that made me that, even prouder as a dad. That's really awesome. Yes, he was he was super proud. I was very happy with him. That, wow, that that brought a that <clears throat> brought a that brought a tear to my eye, dude. Uh, I don't know about that far or nothing. Not for real, because that's like heartwarming. That's like a Hallmark Hallmark Channel movie type heartwarming type deal. Well, and as a dad, I'm like, yeah, we, we won. And then he made my, my heart melt, too. It made me feel like, as a dad, I'm doing shit right, that that's what he wanted to do. So that yeah, made me exactly. Exactly. You're doing, doing good. He passed out in my bed tonight, and I giggled because he was saying he wanted to go hang out with dad I was waiting for him to come back in I walk into my bedroom about 10 minutes before I went to put the little lady down and he mm-hmm. uh, he's out cold on my bed <laughs> so he uh, he he it was well and I laughed because like I said that thing weighed so much he still didn't go to bed until almost 3 o'clock Saturday night from Halloween but Sunday because dad's a butt I woke him up at 7, and he was out by 8 o'clock Sunday night. So 
he was pretty tired. Wow. So yeah, it was it was a good Halloween for us. I'd say so. <clears throat> Sounds like he he had a blast. Yeah, he did. He was he was pretty excited. The only thing that giggled me was he uh he was looking through the bottom of the mask instead of out the eye holes that I put in it for him. And uh, I kept thinking he was going to fall, but he never did. And he was really excited when I made the gauntlets. I had to put handles on them so that he could hold them so they would set correctly because he uh, they were a little loose around his wrist. And he uh, he loved it. It was so funny in the middle of the week last week. I had him try a few things on, and I put like a little extendable antenna on one just to make him happy. And he was all excited about it. And I laughed as he's got these two gauntlets on, one with the big predator blades, and then the other one kind of looks kind of looks like the the device that he uses to tap in stuff to blow crap up. And uh, yeah. he, uh, he he pulls that antenna out, and I hear him go, doop, 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 doop. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He goes, I'm texting the other predators, Dad. I was like, shut up, Jack. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, only your boy. Oh, uh, it was a blast. Only your boy would do that. No, no, I'm sure there's plenty of other boys out there that will do it too. No, no, no. Oh, that is so freaking pimp. You see those pictures? Yeah, they're nice. I was pretty proud of it. Oh. Uh, no Craig tonight he, uh, I did get a hold of him finally He said that he's probably going to pass out early I know he, uh, he was pretty worn out From work when I finally got a hold of him Yeah well, It happens <laughs> yeah, yeah I know <laughs> It happens because you know You passed out from work I did that last week Ah uh, Oh, for those that are with me, uh, I am excited because uh, my buddy from Omaha should be calling in tonight. His name is the one and only Levetti Vegas. Uh, he works really damn hard. Uh, he pimps himself out. Comedian. Uh, met him about six months ago. He's a war- hard-working SOB. Uh, very, very funny man. Cannot wait to talk to him because it's been a while since I've even seen him. Uh, he's got a new thing going that bout made me piss my pants when I saw it, and he sent me his idea with it. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. He should be calling pretty soon here, though, so I'm excited when he gets on here. Uh, before he gets on here, I have not paid attention to anything. Right uh, have you, oh, is he calling now? Yeah, he's calling right now. No, he's he's sitting in the waiting room right now. Oh, we'll go ahead and throw on the Mr. Levetti, then we'll jump to the other part in a little bit. We'll all be more than happy to bring him in. Let's see here. Hold on one second. Oh. Hello? Well, good morning. How are you today? Hey, what up? What up? What's going on? What's up, Levetti? How are you, bud? Oh, man. Tired, man. Worked, worked all day, man. Now, wait, now, now, say his name. Say his name again one more time for me, because 
Not it's Lavetti Vegas. He's Levetti the one and Vegas. only Lavetti Vegas. Lavetti Vegas. Well, if I gave you a $100 bill, you'll give me like $6 million back. <laughs> what? I'll give you a $100 bill. I'm going to pull your arm. I'm going to hit the mega jackpot, right? I wouldn't say all that, man. That was the case. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be in Nebraska. Shit. Now, okay, I don't know where the name of Eddie Vegas come from. I know it's a stage name because his real name is Mark Tremonti. He just doesn't want everybody to know that. So he can play <laughs> guitar and do stand-up comedy. Shit, I like Lavetti Vegas a lot better than Mark. Mark just sounds yeah, plain. I, yeah, I think I, I think I like Lavetti Vegas more than Mark, Lavetti. too, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark, Mark kind of sounds like Rick. Oh, that sounds a little better than Rick. Sounds a little better than Rick Phelps. Yeah, you're Every right. time I hear the name Phelps, I just want somebody to pet me because I feel like it's just <laughs> I should be petted like a small guinea pig. I'll occasionally squeal and make a ridiculous noise and hope that he don't squeeze me too hard and pop my head off. Well, <laughs> yeah. some have tried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome All cool, right, so Levetti, I don't know. I know we were talking the other day about the whole the chicken and the Peter Griffin thing. For those <laughs> that, that don't know Levetti, he does at least what do you do? Two open mics up there that you run, or is it just one? No, it's just one now, man. I was running two open mics, but okay, I thought you. Were. Yeah, I was running two of them for a minute, and um. One of them just got just, I just got shitty, man. Um, it just it just got shitty. Like I don't think the owner he likes the concept and idea of comedy, but he wants to make money off comedy. That makes any sense. So he wanted gotcha. he wanted the open mic to be like a a money pit, I guess. And ain't no comedians going to open mic. Spending money, they going there to practice and leaving. They're gonna get some water, and then they leave. Right. And, yeah. and he wanted. He wanted more than that. My bad, yo. He he wanted more than that. It was just it was so crazy because he would he wouldn't provide a mic. He wouldn't provide a mic stand. He wouldn't provide nothing. He wanted me to provide that stuff, but he wasn't paying me. And then he wanted people to spend money there. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta invest in yourself before somebody's gonna invest in you. You know what I mean? And, right, um, right. He just um he just did business the wrong way. So we had like a uh, be honest, I was running open mic, and um it's it's crazy because I don't I usually can handle the crowd pretty well. Like I just I just can't. I, I, the crowd works like my thing. You could be on some negative shit, I'll still turn it. You know, around make it positive or just clown you, whatever. Right. But we we had um. It was already not to me people like okay, you're gonna have that at times. You know what I mean? So I was on stage and we had like this this newcomer, this guy who was like a newcomer. And it was funny about these newcomers is they think they're shit already. They already think they're shit. Like yep. that's what I, I didn't I didn't deal with new comedians. I was a new comedian at one time, 
but I was never like these guys, and they already think they're the shit. So they're at open mic, and this guy was um, the newcomer, but they came the week before, and I talked to him, and I was, they was actually pretty cool, but I didn't really remember him, to be honest with you, when I was on stage, because the dude looked, like, completely different. He didn't have his glasses on. He didn't have his, like, a shirt and stuff. He had, actually, like, a suit on a little bit. He had his friend with him. And uh, long story short, I was done with the open mic, sitting down with the owner trying to figure out how to do a show there. And once I'm off stage, man, I'm just, I'm done with jokes. I'm done. Like, I might joke around with yourself some more, but, like, if you see me sitting down privately and it looks like a serious conversation, don't come joke with me because I'm probably trying to get something done. You know what I mean? Right. And this new guy... Both of these new guys, they were both new guys. And that's what's even more funny. They wanted to be on stage together, and it was still trash. That's what's even more funny. I even let them do it, and they were still trash. Like, together, I was like, oh, we normally don't let two people get on, but if I got, like, an actor, I do. All right, that's fine. And they were trash. Um, but I was sitting down with the owner, and while I was sitting down with the owner, man, one of the guys was like, um, Little Rail. And I was like, what? You know what I mean? He's like, Little Rail, aren't you Little Rail? And I'm like, it's not even funny. You know what I mean? Like, right. try again. You know what I mean? Like, I done heard that shit a couple times, but damn, he's not even relevant anymore. You know what I mean? He right. had like a good 10, 15 minutes of fame for like a year or two. Like, he, and it was just off that little part of Get Out, and he started rolling after that, and he spazzed out after like three years, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was just like, hey, man, not funny, whatever. Yeah, you look like a little real. I'm like, hey, man, I'm trying to talk. Yeah, just leave me alone, you know what I mean? And the other guy's like, this is comedy night. We can say whatever the fuck we want to say. And I'm like, hey, man, y'all can talk amongst yourselves, but I'm trying to talk. To Dan over here, which was the owner of the place at the time, can I just, you know, cool it down? And he's like, man, you don't got no personality for it to be comedy night, man. Like, what the fuck, man? And I'm like, hey, man, so you can either shut the fuck up or you can go outside. Those are your two options. I'm really trying to get this done. You know what I mean? And um, they just pretty much ruined it, man. The guy got in my face, starts, like, yelling and cussing. So I pushed him, pushed him out my face. Like, hey, man, the fuck, get the fuck out my face. You know what I mean? The owner, oh the owner ends up kick, yeah, the owner ends up kicking me and my homeboy out. And, and this is where I don't want to say it was racial because I don't like playing the race card. I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. I just hate it. Um, but me and my homeboy are black, and he kicked us out. But he let the guys who was in my face stay in, which were white. It just looked all bad. It just looked bad. No, you know what I mean? No, like, no. No, you call call it like it is. That was racial. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm, sorry. Mean, I'm sorry. To, to, to me it was to me to me it was racial. And and I don't like I don't like saying it, but yeah, to me it was racial. And it's just like I've been doing your open mics for like a few months now. This guy is new here tonight. Came here last week, I guess, but it wasn't memorable. And you're telling me that you let that dude stay in here? You didn't even have my back toast to get out and kick me and my homeboy out? Didn't even 
kick them out. What the fuck? That's yeah. that's what I was gonna say. It's like you've been running stuff for him. You've been you've been helping him by providing the things that are needed for that. And yeah, he didn't stick up for you in that situation of someone who didn't make a resemblance and only been there two times. Yeah, it sounds like he doesn't really know what he's doing or what he needs to have. What he, he, well, he, point. Well, he, he, he didn't know. Dude wasn't yeah, I agree with that. Too. Oh, oh. Keep going on, my bad. No, I'm just saying. You know, I'm sorry. Why kick out? Why kick you out? You were being respectful about it. The other dude wasn't. So that's why I'm saying it's racial because if it was me, it'd be the dude not being respectful. I don't care. Race, creed, religion, sex. If you're being disrespectful, you ask us to go. Well, and mm-hmm. the other thing is, they don't know you well enough that they need, and everybody has a different shutdown mode when it comes to a show. One, if you're running an open mic, they need to be respectful and pay attention to what you're doing. So they should have been paying attention to, you know, if he in a meeting, if he just bullshitting. Because that's what I do. When I when I shut down, I just sit around bullshit. But I know everybody's different. That's completely disrespectful. What they didn't pay attention to that you were in the middle of trying to take care of something. What was crazy is, and and, and usually, and you know, it's funny you brought that up. Because usually I do bullshit. Usually I get off stage, I'm bullshit with people, I'm joking around, I'm talking, but I'm still fucking around with people. But right. it already it already wasn't nobody there. <laughs> All right. Oh. Um, I'm sitting in a table, like, not even, like, by the stage or by people, really. They were just by the bar, you know what I mean? I just, usually I do bullshit with people, but that night it wasn't, and that's what the owner said. When I, when I asked, when I told the owner, it speaks volumes, this is what happened. Like, I emailed him and stuff and told him I was no longer doing open mic. And, of course, you know, he turns it around and plays victim. Like, well, I just don't like... Like we're not. I want. I want to be making more money on open mic nights. We are not making what I want to be making. And oh, usually people bullshit. You usually bullshit around with people at the end of the night. And yeah, it's probably best we part ways. It's, it's okay. I thought I was open minded. It's just like, come on, bro. Like seriously, you could have just said you were wrong. You know what I mean? But you didn't want to go there. You no, want to be right so, so bad what? that you you're playing victim like- on something that. Was clearly like, in the wrong. Any business, and you and I both know this because I know you've worked in food forever, and I've worked in food many times, and I still do randomly. Anything that goes with food, the entertainment part of it, it doesn't just happen like that. It's like building up that business, anyways. You have to get known, you have to do it repetitively, even on those shit nights, and that's the hard part. Is you have to be able to push through and go, hey, we're going to do this again next week because it's still got to be done. And he as an owner should know that, especially being in food, because not every night's the same and you have to work your ass off to get those big nights. And to get well, that word know, of mouth going. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not a, you're not a known place like a McDonald's and shit like that. You know, your place is not known. Like nobody knew what the Lux was. Nice, nice location, nice place. But nobody knew what it was. But for you to want to make money off of it like that, it was just ridiculous. And then I asked him about doing a show, and he acted like he didn't want to pay me to do a show. Like he keeps thinking like he was like a music promoter, man. I used to I used to do music, and it's funny because when I used to get on on music or whatever, 
they'd be like, oh, well, it's giving you exposure. You know, they won't pay you because you're getting exposure for it. You know what I mean? Same thing with him. He's like, oh, I'm giving you a stage to do whatever you want for free. All right, well, can I get paid? You know what I mean? Like, you think I'm going to throw a show here, have people come, and you're not going to pay me? You got to be out your, like, you got to be out your fucking mind, man. Like, that's what he wanted, but that's what he wanted, though. He just, he didn't, and that's what's wrong with a lot of, like, businesses. They they have the mindset. Not They don't have the mindset. They have the money, but they don't have the mindset. I know right. I got the money, and they, oh, I built this, and oh, this is my building, this is this. But you don't have the mindset. But just because you got the money don't mean shit. I mean, we got somebody running the world who got the money. <laughs> President of the world got the money, but he don't got the mindset. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's the same thing with this comedy thing. And people just think that, oh, well, I'm going to have a comedy night, and I want open mic to be this. Why didn't we just run like a, a monthly show so we can get some people in here? So He just wasn't into it, and that's what had me quit doing that open mic. See, so, now, here. If I, if I if I'd have been him, I want to make money out of it. Fine, I'll start an open mic mic. We'll do it every weekend, and keep going and keep going so that people know that it's going. Put an ad out in the paper. Hell, social media. Let's get people talking and going about it so that way more and more mm-hmm. people are able to show up. But but that's the thing. He he's a, he's an older. See see some of these older cats. Like and he, he was like in his fifties, like if I don't fuck something like that, he, he don't know any better. Like he don't, he don't, he don't think like that. And what's funny is we were slowly, just the week before we had such a, it was so many, it was packed, like fifty people for open mic. You would have been like, is this that's, open mic or is this a show? That's amazing to have fifty people on the open mic. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to say it was like it was it was a lot of people. I want to say it was like okay. I, I want to say fifty. I mean, if you include the comics, it's going to be 50. I mean, my dad came from, like, Sioux Falls, and that's, right like, four on. hours away. Well, my, my uncle and his girlfriend, we had uh, some other comedians, you know, come in. We had two comedians coming from Des Moines, which is two hours away. Um, right. And then we just had an audience. So I was, like, I expected people to do, like, old material. I mean, that's I think that's what's wrong, too. Hold on. I just had to take a sip of water. I think... That's what's wrong too. Not in another subject. People go to these open mics, and and I, I love that it's a crowd. But I think this is what happens when comics see a crowd; they just do their old material because they feel like it's a show. <laughs> like they do it all the time. Like I'm I'm, I'm about to go on my back and and do my old 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 jokes because there's thirty, forty, fifty people here. So since yeah, I got I a crowd, that. let me do my old jokes instead of practice the shit I should be practicing. I'm gonna do these jokes I've been doing for like a year because there's a crowd and oh, that's how it's supposed to go. Okay, I guess if that's what you want to do, uh, but I me mean, personally, I wouldn't do. I do it at out of town open mic maybe, but uh, while I'm in town, I'm not, I don't give a fuck with the audience there. I'm trying new shit. I'm here to do new well, shit. You know what I mean? And in that breath. I can see both sides because if because I've I've been to open mics where there's nothing but comics there and it's only seven of you and then I've been to open mics where thirty forty people show up and sometimes you're like you know what I am going to use the old stuff and then there's other times that I'll throw in a mixture of both because you're like you know what I know this is going to kill maybe I'll start with something that I know is going to warm them up 
and then I'll try the new stuff. And because sometimes when you get that big crowd and it, on an open mic, you do get that effect. I don't. I I can see both sides on that one. Yeah, and, and I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm not like guilty of doing that. You know, um, lately and now I've been I've been doing all new shit. I'm gonna bomb. Let it bomb. If it's gonna fly, let it fly. Even when the open mic I did a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know, I'm going on stage doing all new shit. I was up there for ten minutes, and the shit I wouldn't say it killed because I don't, I didn't have it down pat. But it definitely did a lot better than I thought. I was like, damn, people are laughing at this shit. Okay, this shit is funny. You know what I mean? Right. And right on. I'm gonna I'm gonna use this shit because you know it's funny. But um, but the the thing about that open mic, pretty much, I just ended because I mean they're not worth talking about. We were building that momentum. We had somebody from New York. I posted it in the Omaha comedy scene, and somebody came from. He was in New York. He went to Arizona and left from Arizona to Omaha. To perform a dope mic because he's seen it in the Omaha comedy scene. Hell yeah! <laughs> Excuse me, that's a big deal. Like two weeks after that, we had somebody driving going back to Colorado, and he seen we had an open mic, so we decided to come through, and he came. That's that's building momentum, but he the guy he just wasn't patient, man, and it sort of sucked, man. So it was nice to have like to do something every week, and you know, and then I got offered. I started, I hosted the open, the open mic I host now is like once a month. And when I got that last Tuesday of the month, I was like, you know what? I'll give up my last Tuesday at this open mic to go up there. I'm going to just have somebody guest host. You know what I mean? Right. And um, right. they just they just run things a lot better, a lot differently. And they pay him. <laughs> and you know what that's I mean? Right that, Ain't nobody paying really to host that. an open mic. Yes, no, 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 that doesn't happen. Yep, so that's that's been um that's pretty much it with so, over my stuff. So so what you're saying is, is I got into the wrong line of business. You said what? Well I see you on no, you're saying bro. you said you I got I got into the wrong line of business. Hey, you know what? And all all it's all your fault too, because he says he's seen me on stage, but it's his fault. Last minute you need to get up here and do this. It's open mic. Do it. If you don't get it, I'm not giving you a ride home. Your fat ass can walk. That's what he said to me. I swear to God. He said, your fat ass can walk or you can find some bitch to take you home. You see, he said, you better get some pussy That's what he said. For years, he was like, I want to do stand-up. I want to do stand-up. Because we sat for, we're basically two old men. We've been doing it for years. and sitting drinking coffee about the dumbest thing. And, and I've been off and on for three years. I've been hitting this hard wherever I can, and finally mm-hmm. I made my way. He was in Joplin at the time. Let me explain this because he's a bad liar. <laughs> we were in Joplin. That's where he was at. And I was like, bro, let's me and my buddy Cabell were hitting this open mic. Uh, if you haven't seen hit the one in Joplin, the big one is uh, oh, the Blackthorn Pizza. Blackthorn Pizza, yeah. Uh, Jack Collins, great guy. Funny guy, very dark humor, and just kills me. Anyway, he hosts a great show there. He just started it back up last month. Um, but we all went down there. I have companies that met us there. And he's always talked about it. Like, I'm giving him the old man effect. He's like, it's a bucket list thing. He's like, whatever, Grandpa. Guess what? I put you on the list. <laughs> and he went up 
and told his I'm confused if I'm black or white jokes like he always does, and he fucking killed it. Don't let him tell you any different. It bombed out. It's know your crowd. There's a bunch of little redneck yeah. women in there. They didn't know to believe me or not. And then they <laughs> were staring at my and then they were staring at my crotch to decide if I had a big dick or not. So it you know, yeah, I don't know. Well, let me explain this to you because this is what makes our, our life so fun everywhere we go. Chad didn't explain to you that Chad is African American, but he's albino. So he's as white as I am. And it makes Whiter. it fucking hilarious. Because everywhere we have ever gone, 95% of the people don't believe that he's black. Mm-hmm, so true. He, he's always running around calling me Cracker, and I call him Cracker, so they don't think nothing of it. And nobody realizes he's black. And it is so funny when it actually comes up in conversation. And oh, my God. I, I cannot tell you how many women actually asked him and went, is your dick white? <laughs> like, yeah, it's white. No, is it big? Yeah, that's what, when you take the kit, it's albino too. <laughs> that's okay. One of the that's girls at work, funny. one of the girls at work last night, I didn't get a chance to say it's one of the girls at work last night. The guy that brought her up to the house that should have taken over, he's black. <laughs> And I'm like, yes, honey, oh. I'm black. That's too funny, man. He, he gives me his meaning to the phrase, the great white hype is what he gives perfect meaning to. The great albino hype is what it is. <laughs> you know what? When my my pickup line, my pickup line, my pickup line is, so I know you had a black man. I know you had a white man. But have you had an albino? Have you had an albino in you yet? Because tonight you're gonna have one if you pick. If you pick me, you have an albino in you. They say once you go black, you don't go back. But once you have white chocolate here, hmm. and believe it or not, I get a lot of women with that. You know they say I white chocolate. How, man. I have no idea how, man. It's just the quaintness. Of, it's because I'm not being serious. And that's how I pick them up. I, I'm going to change the subject because, Levetti, I'm excited for you, and I do this a lot, so just bear with me, Levetti. Um, yes. I'm excited for you because, one, uh, I know, and if you don't want to talk about it, just let me know, but I'm excited because I know you're about to have a baby. And we were actually oh, yeah, just man. talking before you come on about all the crap I had to do for my kids because I love my kids. I have four. And I just want to know that I'm super excited for you. Congratulations, by the way. And are you, how are you guys getting ready for everything? Are you set up or are you still missing stuff? Oh, um, the only thing I didn't, I didn't get, we had like a baby shower for the last minute. People didn't like to drive through things. Um, but we got a good, quite a good amount of stuff. Only thing I haven't got was a, um, is this baby car seat that I'm going to get. Um, but that's about it, man. Everything else is pretty much, you know, pre- pretty much in here, man. You got pretty much everything. Are you excited to be a dad? Oh, man, I'm super excited. Man. I wanted to be a dad like eight years ago. Uh, right. I'm about to be old dad now, man. 
Hey, there's nothing wrong with being a little dad. I wanted to have, but I wanted to have a kid and still like throw up a ball or be able to take your head and stuff like that. I'll be like, hey, you know, you keep playing around, beat your ass. Like, I, I you know, that being old dad, you know, having a dad now, it's like, damn, man, by the time you graduate, he's gonna be like, I'll be like 52, 53. And he ain't gonna be listening to me. <laughs> he probably will listen to me even if I was 38, 39 and graduated. But I guess I'm happy, I guess. I didn't have a kid that you know, either, but. You can still pick that bat up and scare the shit out of him because occasionally you have to do that with a couple oh, of I, I, Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not going to play no games with my son, man. Fuck that. <laughs> but he's like, I'm, I just, I'm, just, I'm just ready to spoil him, man. But, yeah, I'm definitely not playing no games with him, man. But spoiling him, I just, I just want him to have everything I didn't have. And that's why I went back to my – like, I still do comedy, you know. It's still at full force, but – Sometimes you gotta you gotta think about what's you know what's was later in life, and the best thing for me and my family was me to go back into management. But and that's because I was on salary, it was a set schedule. Um, my girl's on salary; she has a set schedule. You know, so like together we make over a hundred k a year. You know what I mean? That's that's, that's something that didn't happen. When I was growing up, for your mom and dad, no, and then shit to make over 100k a year, there it should be no excuses. You know what I mean? Like this kid, <laughs> it, it, it is no reason for the lights to be off, no food, it's none of that. We make the money that we make together, but both being managers and stuff like that, it's just it's no excuses. But I've been also putting money back because you never know what happens. You know what I mean? But well, I'm um, dude, I'm to hear you say that because I know that uh, the very first time we met and pretty early into some of our conversations you had talked about just getting ready to make a career out of the comedy and, and not that I don't want you to but uh, I know that's a tough decision because believe it, me, it, I, it, I get to work in two jobs and all that stuff too. But but the thing about it is when I was saying that and looking back at it now I laugh. And the only reason I said it because I've only been doing comedy for a little over a year now. I said that when I wasn't even a year in comedy. <laughs> so, but at the end of the day, what's crazy about when I was saying that, I was serious, one, which is cool, totally fine. But I wasn't there yet. I wasn't there to, I wasn't there yet to quit my job, at least in my I wasn't there yet. And Tell you the truth, after, you know, when I started doing this comedy, my first show, I really didn't memorize too much stuff. And I could never end. That was my problem when I first did comedy. I could never end. Like, I never had, like, an ending joke or end. I just couldn't end. It was always terrible. I'd be like, all right, guys, um, all right, that's, uh, that's all I got for you. It'd always be some shit like that. Never, like, an ending <laughs> joke. It was always that. It was always stupid. I was always stuttering, like, uh well um all right well I guess that's all I got for y'all tonight um thank y'all it's just it's terrible and um but people kept saying it's there but it's just not over the top yet but I start feeling myself and that's that's to be a problem too because people pump your head up you think you're funnier than what you are until you go to Atlanta for a week and you got four shows and you damn near bomb at each one of them. That's how I found out I wasn't that funny yet. 
and 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 like because I went to Iowa City and I placed like third. I, I went to Iowa City for this contest. I won the preliminary rounds to go to the final round. Went to the final round. It was like out of forty contestants, I went to the final round of twelve, and I was like second up. So the first dude went up and he bombed. He just was trash. He like he was terrible. And I was like, oh, okay, I know my shit's going to be better than what the hell he just did. I did a pretty good job. But, again, what I – and also, I started off as a clean comic. I wasn't even – I didn't cuss. I didn't I didn't talk about black and white people. <laughs> I was straight clean. Like, you never would have heard me say nigga or nothing like that. Fuck, not, none of that. I say it all now, but never in the beginning. I was always a clean comic. So I went to Iowa City, got third place. But that's when I was really feeling myself. People kept asking me to do shows. And last October was the busiest time I had for shows besides the past October. So I was feeling myself, man. So I thought, hey, I'm going to Atlanta. You know, I'm from Atlanta. I want to go see. I want to have my brothers and my high school friends see me perform. The first show was uh, was so-so. I got it on YouTube. It was so-so. It wasn't really all that. You know what I mean? It was decent, but it wasn't really all that. The second show, it went better. Third show, bomb, bomb effect. Fourth show, why am I even still in Atlanta? <laughs> like that's wow. how bad it was. I got I, I got humbled up real quick after I got to Atlanta. I got humbled up real quick. But it's on the resume though. A lot of people can't say hey, They got smaller about it about per show. Believe it or not. Like, really? and maybe that's where my confidence, yeah, no, like, no BS, like, the first show, it was at the Laughing Skull. Kevin Hart actually performed there um, earlier this year. And it's a, it's a small venue, but it's known for having, like, big X. Big X coming here to practice or whatever. So that first show, it was only, like, I want to say a little over 40 people. And then that next show, actually, the next show was bigger. The next show, because Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy was actually after the performances we had. Jeff Foxworthy was actually going to be on stage. Oh, wow. So people got to see us, and then you got to go see Jeff Foxworthy afterwards because he wanted to practice some new materials. So he was in the building. Gotcha. And I wish I would have did great because <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy was there. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm bombing, like – I got distracted because that's when my crowd work. I I got comfortable. That's when I start getting comfortable on stage, but my crowd work wasn't there. If that makes any sense. So I was comfortable, but trying to talk to the crowd, nah, it ain't flying, bro. You ain't there yet, and I wasn't there yet. Like this girl sort of like flirty with me or whatever, and so when I got on stage, I'm like, hey, so what you doing after this? Like trying to talk to her, you know? And people are like, what the fuck is going on? Like I talked to her for like. 30, 45 seconds while I was on stage before I even got to my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. It was so stupid. I was like, like, look, every time I looked at that video, I was like, what the fuck was I doing? You know? <laughs> and um, and then I tried to play off of, I'm from the black from Nebraska, which I didn't practice that before I got down there. So why would I do that now? You know what I mean? Like, right. that's funny for 20, 10, 15, 20 seconds. But unless you got an actual joke, it's not funny. You know what I mean? It just, I just, 
Yeah, I got humble real quick. But I really wanted to quit my jacket. I was just writing, writing, writing. And then I did a, that comedy mafia show in um, January. And we had like over 100 people there. And I didn't prepare as great as I could have, but I still had a decent show. It was just, we, we were so limited at what we could do. We couldn't cuss. Had to be a clean show. Just that and the third. And um, it was fun. I had some I had some jokes that were that was there, you know, but as far as talking about quitting, I just wasn't there yet. But after that show I was like, Okay, I'm getting there and then that's when I seen you Rick about like a couple weeks later when I hosted or like a month later I hosted that um that contest or whatever like that papillion. Uh huh. Yeah. Which I, I, I and like well, she's cool but I feel like she just thinks she's bigger than what she is when she hosts those things, man. And um, yeah, I that's when I was you know I was kind you saw I was comfortable there too you know what I mean. Well, and, and, uh, and that comfortable thing makes a difference at times because different crowds can have different feelings and give you different feelings, and that can be the hard part at times. Yeah, yeah, I I gotta agree. And because um. I've probably performed there at that Papillion, that place in uh, Papillion four or five times now. And my favorite part about that, not that I don't love being on a stage, is their stage is ground level. So you're literally, other than in sitting, you're eye level with these people. And you can walk up to this person and bullshit with him, and, and, and you can walk up to that person and bullshit with him. And I really like that feeling. But I also like the idea of those people there to me, the few times I've been to there, they're just down home. That's the way I feel with them. And sometimes that's part of just the, of my style of comedy that I can, I just bullshit with anybody, or you can make that reference to somebody as they giggle at a certain joke and then, and then roll with it into a little bit of crowd work there. But that's just me on that one. Yeah, I, I like I like being there, and I, and I respect what she does and stuff like that. And I like being there. Um, I just I don't know. It ain't nothing. It ain't nothing wrong with that. At, at the time, I just working. I'm still working two jobs, but I was really working two jobs, so it was hard to get out there. Like, I literally worked that morning, worked that night until like eight eight thirty, and then I went there, and I was just so tired. And um, gotcha. it's it's a cool venue, man. I just. When I do, like, I don't know, like, hosting and everything's cool, but a lot of people always ask me, like, when I did my last show, and it was just over 100 people, man. A lot of people not doing that here, man. They're, they're just not. Whether it was now, pre-pandemic well, or after the pandemic, they're not doing it. And to, to tell you, I get the work part. We actually left there. I'm literally three and a half hours from there. Left there, dropped off my buddy that was with us because she lives in Topeka. Came home, and then I turned around and got up at 8 because uh, that was during the playoffs last year, and I ended up working the Chiefs playoff game because uh, I'd been at a lot of the football games selling beer and turned around and got right back up. So I completely understand the idea of being tired before and after shows. Oh, man, it's part of the grind, man. It's not the one up you. It's going to sound like it after the story I tell you. <laughs> I went to Denver a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I Actually, saw that. Yeah, you saw me go to Denver? Well, let me tell you how it happened. 
So I I worked six to three, six in the morning at three p.m. My flight was at five forty-five. My car breaks down. Oh shit! From work, yeah, breaks down. Wouldn't turn over. Wouldn't turn over. Um, where where there's a will, there's a way. I sat there for like forty minutes. Like, let me just try this thing one more time. It starts back up. Then I get a text message saying my flight was delayed. Thank God. So I didn't. I didn't board on a flight till like six ten. Oh um, wow! We got I got to Denver at like seven fifteen. I had to be at the venue by eight. Fucking didn't get done with the show until like ten thirty. Didn't get to the hotel till eleven thirty. Had to go to sleep. Had to catch the shuttle at six. Catch the flight at seven. Um, <laughs> catch the flight at seven fifteen. Catch the catch the shuttle at six. Catch the flight at seven fifteen, seven twenty. Got back here about like ten fifteen. Had to go to work twelve to ten. <laughs> oh fuck it, baby. You want to yeah, talk about that's tired? That's a, yeah, that's called working man, It was working. Amen. I saw that check. I was like, appreciate the check. I'm going back to the hotel. I didn't even want to talk to any of the other comedians, but I was like, let me take some pictures <laughs> or something while I'm here. But yeah. I'm really and ready was, to go back to the hotel. That was the comedy god being on your side with getting that car started and delaying that just enough on that flight. Somebody was watching over you going. You man, what's crazy is I was, I, was, I was about to call Denver and cancel. I was like, you know what? I can eat, I can eat the flight money because – I paid for it like a month and a half ago. I could eat the flight money. What killed me inside is I just paid for the hotel before I left for work. If I didn't pay for the hotel, I pr- I probably would have. I probably would have ate it and said, you know what? I ain't gonna go to Denver. Forget it. I'm gonna call them and tell them I ain't gonna make it. Wouldn't even try the car. But when I pay for the hotel, that little hotel money was like, uh, I just paid for the hotel. Oh, man, and the flight. Oh, man. Now I'm, like, whining, and it just started back up, man. It was crazy. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, man. No, it's, that's... It's, it's a grind. <laughs> I did the same thing. I did the same thing in Iowa City, too, man. When I did Iowa City last year, I, I literally worked from 6 to 3. I had to be in Iowa City by – I had to do an interview in Iowa City at 7 – because before I went on stage at eight or it was it nine or something like that, then they had to drive back from Iowa City because Iowa City is like four hours away from here. I had to drive back to Iowa from Iowa City, then get home to like one thirty. Had to be back at work at six. I was tired. Yeah, wow. I bet you were. I was, t- and I did that on, on my bad. I did that not to not to sound braggadocious or nothing because it ain't nothing funny. I did that two weeks in a row because when I did the preliminary round in Iowa, right, and I wanted to talk to comedians and stuff, but again, when I know I got to go, I talked to y'all for like 10, 15 minutes and I'm leaving. And I made, when I found out I made it to the next round, I'm like, all right, I'll be back here in two weeks. So I was like, yep, so next week we had the final round. I'm like, next week? What the fuck did these motherfuckers <laughs> Did they just say yeah. next week? Are you kidding me? Like, we just did this round. We usually love to give it, like, at least two weeks. Like, <laughs> uh, these fools said, when they said next week, I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm about to be tired. Uh, this is all bad. Uh, talking about your comedy mafia earlier, did I see that you got another show book for January? I'm doing another – I'm actually doing another show in January. 
So it'll be my right second on. show, the Comedy Mafia thing. Um, so the first one was really, it was a big deal. We had a lot of, um, the big deal, a lot of people there, so a lot of tickets. Like I said, it was over 100 people there. I even got myself one video. It's from last year. It's funny. From last year, it's talking about, man, I, I'm just hoping. I'm just recording myself. I'm like, hey, I'm just hoping for 50, 60 people to be a success. And we damn near right. doubled that number, you know. Okay. So I got another show. I'm telling y'all, I, uh, I ain't telling nobody. I haven't told really nobody else here except, like, Christ, Cooper, Benians. Um, So I'm just trying to do something different. And I know um, me and Rick, we had something in Minnesota sort of like it when it, I forgot who was booking. Um, yeah, uh, Sut- Sutton, Todd Sutton or Todd Sad or something like that who was uh, hooking us up and uh, Hinkley Grand Casino, or not Casino, Grand Cinema was where we were supposed to perform. And super so- nice place. They were supposed to be a big one. We were, we'd actually sold like 50 tickets already by the local guy. And he was busting his ass for us until the COVID nineteen thing hit. Yeah, and so when he did that, I was thinking like, and I was thinking it before I did my first one. I was like, man, there's no, not a, ain't no comic like comedian around here who's done a show at a movie theater. And that's what I'm doing now. Right I'm doing a movie theater. Oh shit, my bad. I'm doing a show in a movie theater. That's that's the move, man. And that's the contract they sent it today. But um, you know, um <laughs> the thing that's what the fucking sucks is they was like, Oh, the audience gotta wear a mask the whole time. I was like, Fuck, then that's what's gonna have to be, you know what I mean? And then <laughs> Oh, the comedians also gotta wear a mask. And it's like, What the fuck? Like you won't <laughs> you want me to wear a mask while I perform? Like That's kinda hard. Oh man. Yeah, you want them, the audience to wear? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm sort of conflicted on it, but a lot of people were like, just put a trigger on it, but they don't know it's a movie theater. And once I think any comedian that finds that out, they'd be like, hey, man, I'm down, you know, but I'm trying to – it's crazy because like, the comedy mafia thing is a movie, but it also is like a group. So I want to put my homies on, but people have put me on since – like, since I've been doing comedy, I got a couple people that have been putting me on. So I want to return a favor and put everybody who's ever put me on on this show. But I right. ain't trying to water down the product either. You don't want to have right. too many people on the show. Correct. And that's and that's what happens a lot. Like, people have too many people and the product's watered down. And you're like, well, damn. I was at a I – I just did a show like a month ago. There was 18 comedians on this show with 10-minute spots at the least. Wow. At the least, it was 10-minute spots. And I'm like, I wouldn't even did this if I would have known this shit. Not every opportunity is a good opportunity. Correct. But some people are desperate out here to where they think that. They think, oh, man, they want me on a show. Let me just take it. I pulled out of a show last month because the first time I did it, it was so unorganized. It was just unorganized. Gotcha. So I told him, and that makes it. And I did, yeah, it was, I did a, I did a thirty minute spot, a thirty minute spot, and it was just they were fucking unorganized out there. And I'm just like, did you even pass out flyers or anything? Like this is, 
shitty. Like, I drove an hour from my house to here, and there's like 12 people in the crowd. I mean, I'm going to do what I got to do regardless, but. Right. You got to think about people who drove that far. You know what I mean? So, it was so shitty. And then I saw just the promotion they were doing for the second one. And I'm like, you know what? I'm cool on that. And not to be cocky, but I'm better than the guys that keep headlining. Y'all guys ain't even been doing it that way. Well, don't. How are you headlining with a book on stage? The fuck are y'all doing? With a, like, with a one on stage? A notebook. Oh, hell no. That's, that's open mic night. Dudes, the dudes I performed, last time I did a show with them, I performed, and after I performed, the next three comments had notebooks on stage. Oh, hell no. That's, that's open mic shit when you're trying new shit at most. That wow. No, and nobody's taking you seriously when you got a notebook on stage. Yeah. Oh, shit, my bad. Are you are you kidding me though? No books on stage? I was like, that's what I knew. I was like, this is some fucking grade school fucking super open white I can't do this. Wow. Yeah, it was terrible, man. So I, I actually so when they asked me to be a part of another one, I was like, Yeah, I thought it would be cool and I thought about it like Trey, you gotta get out this shit. Because their first one wasn't that good. And they still ain't send the video footage from the first one. So why are you even fucking with them? <laughs> they ain't even sent you the video. They told they told me, oh, no, don't worry about bringing the camera. We got we got um, cameras, and we're going to record, and we'll send you your copy of your footage, your footage of, um, of you or whatever. Never did. Still to the day, I still haven't got it. Because I have it. They sent it to the wrong. They sent it to the wrong guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they thought you were albino, so they said. Yeah, <clears throat> they what didn't realize. They didn't realize you was true African American black and not albino black. You know, they couldn't. Do- <laughs> oh, cool, man. oh shit! It's just. I know it is getting late and I know you gotta get up early in the Betty and I am not far behind you. Bunch of old men. Shut up, grandpa. You're older than any of us. I know, I'm just sitting there talking. I'm just sitting there thinking, Lavey said he's gonna be fifty three when his kid graduates high school. I thought, fuck. I'm gonna be like fifty eight when mine graduates high school. Yeah, man. I um, yeah, we definitely got to do this again, man. I, I definitely be. I'm. I got a lot more up telling stories, but once I get this on um, web series, I ain't gonna talk too much about it because I wanted to come in fruition. That's it's gonna be controversial, I think, a little bit, but I just well, think uh, it's gonna be fucking funny, man. I definitely got to talk about that, man. I just, I just I want, I just want you to know. No, I, I just want you to know. I, I was told. I was told that you talked about some controversial shit, and that's that's the whole reason why I wanted to talk to you to begin with in the first place. Yeah, it's crazy because I I really talk about it too much on here, but yeah, I, I do these unpopular opinions, 
and I, 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 I'm, it's usually just me fucking around, man. I'm not really, damn near every unpopular opinion I done posted up ain't even fucking true to me. Like, I just, Dude, right? I, I see almost <laughs> all of them, and it fucking cracks me up how pissed off people get on the shit man. you put on there. I am mean, laughing my it, ass it, off. It is, it, you know what's funny is, like, when it comes to, like, musicians and actors, they get mad a little bit, or, man, you're way off, or what the fuck's wrong with you? I get yeah. those type of responses. So when I started to switch it, like, unpopular opinion, if you use a calculator to try, if you use a calculator to leave a tip, you're a bad tipper, right? Correct. Correct. So I said that, and some people were, you know, cool about it. But then it went totally left field and was like, this girl got on here and was like, you're so wrong. What if you're a special needs person? <laughs> Who doesn't know how to do <laughs> well, You know what? Even the special, special needs kids I work with, they don't need one. Yeah, what if you're a special needs person who needs a calculator? And I'm like, hey, it's not that deep, right? I, that's all I said was, hey, it's not that deep. But it is that deep. You left this post up for people to comment, and you're not thinking about special <laughs> ed people and special needs people who want are you fucking kidding me? Basically, she was upset because she had one of those giant special needs calculators with the buttons that are as big as my fist. So she could you know what? No. So she probably what's lost crazy it, is, she hold upset. on. What's crazy is she graduated from the University of Lincoln, Nebraska. She's probably one of the smartest <laughs> people I know. Yeah. But she was so. But she was so serious about this. This was even more sad. I was like. This is how, like, people with just education just, you know, have a sense of humor, man, because it was a joke. It wasn't like anything. They think way too hard about shit. But the one that killed me that had the most comments, I don't know if Ricky's seen it or not, but the one that just killed me last week had the most comments I've ever seen in any of my statuses was, and I was just joking because I'm not even that guy. All I said was, I said if I said if you unpopular opinion, if you give um, if you give your girl, I don't. What did I fucking? I don't even fucking remember now. <laughs> it was like unpopular opinion. If you give your home, if you hug your homies, it's disrespectful to hug your homies' girlfriend. Oh yes, I did see that. I did see that. I didn't see how right. many people commenting on it. There was over a hundred comments. Oh shit! And I don't think people know I do comedy. This is how I knew. Maybe y'all don't know I do comedy. Over a hundred comments, like you're taking you're taking possession of the female body, and you think it's funny. The the why you're treating a woman's body as a possession, and I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I post literally. This is this is what happens when I post these unpopular opinions. I post them, and then I keep going about my day. Like I'm I'm usually at work, right? So I post them, and I'm like, all right, let me get back to work. And then it gives you a book to read when you get off of work. Yeah, so when I'm on break or in the toilet in the bathroom. I'm looking at fucking <laughs> all these comments, and I'm like, okay, I can't even take a shit now because y'all motherfuckers are serious. Oh, what the, the fuck? I forgot to wipe. That's the fun part of the community. You're so busy pissing people off without even trying. That's the best part. But because out of all like the, said, out of all, 
But out of all the unpopular opinions I've ever posted, and some of them people are just like they get pissed, but they're like funny pissed off. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. They like talking shit, but it's like funny talking shit. People right. were serious <laughs> on that status. Like Damn. it was, it was unbelievable, and it was like people that were so this dude Sebastian Smith. I ended up zoom calling, and we zoom called and talked. And he, because um, he was the main one leaving the comments. But people were liking this dude's comments. Like, he was like the rainbow god or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> people were liking his comments that were my friends. And I'm like, the people that's liking his comments, I don't even talk to you motherfuckers. Let alone didn't know you paid attention to this shit. But now I see what type of fucking train you're riding on. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this is not even up to, for debate. I said, listen. If I see my homie's girlfriend and I go over to their house, I'm going, I'm, you're going to see a handshake from me. Now, if she hugs me, that's on her. But on my end, it's a handshake. That's just, that's just how I am. You know what I mean? But right. I don't get too fucks. You, you hug my girl, okay, I guess. But I'm not blowing up. I'm not possessive. I'm not this, that. These motherfuckers right. are judging my relationship. Like, you're possessive. You, you probably yeah, don't want your girl to do this. And I'm like, okay. This shit now, is it, That's just respect. Know, anyway, this will just this will just give you what kind of friends I have and how close my friends are. Um, they did later get divorced, so I hope it wasn't my fault. But I'm the friend that once I get to know you and your lady and we're cool, I start humping your your leg or your friend's leg, depending on how close. No, you that's are. yeah, he's not lying. Uh, I fucking did that. Uh, they got divorced, and we actually hung out with her still quite a bit and we were really close we were like brother and sister so it wasn't a big deal anyways but we went to a concert and we ran into some friends and I can't remember somebody handed me a beer and I don't even drink beer at concerts because I enjoy being sober but I just went retarded and I was like I'm so excited and in the middle of this 100,000 people at a concert I just dropped and started humping her leg in the middle of everybody and she turned like 92 shades of red that's what kind of friend I am yeah, wow. Yeah, he's not lying. He sees that. <laughs> well, I, like I said, I just, that's funny, but I didn't think it'd be that serious. And people are there like, what if you're hooking your mom or your 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 dad? Or, you know, now they're just, they're like, this is a form of an empty side of your brain. But I'm like, okay, y'all getting stupid. Like, empty oh. side of my brain. Like, what the it's fuck are you so talking funny. about? When people get pissed over shit and then they go completely a different direction that has nothing to do with what you said on top of it, it makes it even funnier. But like I always say, I'm going to start getting shirts that say the same thing. The internet is undefeated, man. Period. <laughs> hey, hey, I would buy one of your shirts. It's just, the internet is undefeated. Oh, All funny. the time. You can you can sit here and say it just happened to my homie. It, it just and I and that's every time like I get an argument and people don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just say the internet is undefeated because <laughs> the, that's just it happened to my homie. So um, I don't know if y'all know the singer. So this he sung. He's not really popular like that, but um, what's his name? Sam Smith. He's a he's a white like. New England singer, but he came to over here. I don't know. He, they sung. He sung over that one 
oh, I forgot the fuck up. The stand by me though. Stand with me or whatever, like years ago. Regardless, he came oh, okay. out gay when he. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think somebody sued him because he had the same cadence as him, and he had a whatever. That doesn't even matter. He's gay. He came out as gay, right? Now, and he been gay. Like he he came out as gay like back in like 2013, 2012, or whatever. So my homie posted like, "Hey, I know, I know, I'm not trying to piss nobody off. I know Sam Smith is gay, but I'm not really down." Now he's got these songs that came out, and you could just tell because he's saying boys and guys in the song now instead of using pronouns like them or there, you know what I'm saying? He, you could tell that he's gay because he used, you know, guys or whatever. But he's like, he didn't care. But he was like, that was just like, I can't sing the song really like that because it's really like, no. Well, people didn't, people only. He had like sixty comments last time I just checked. It was like an hour ago, and people thought he was talking like Sam Smith just came out. So people were like, "He's been gay. He's been came out." People weren't thinking like the song that like okay, the song Sam Smith he just came out because he he didn't use any commas. So people are like, "Oh, you didn't know Sam Smith is gay? He's been gay since 2012." I'm like, and I understand oh, him because I know like that. And then people right. put him on blast like you didn't know I you didn't know he was gay. And he's like, I did know he was gay. What are y'all talking about? He's being gay. Oh, you just now finding that out? And I'm like, oh my god! Like people are jumping on. So he's like, look, guys, I've been knowing this, whatever. Oh, don't try to act like you know now because you didn't know. That's it. Right. You're not going to win against the internet. You can you can no. literally show some. You can literally show somebody a glass of water and says. I put three ice cubes in it. Take a picture of it in the internet and be like, there's actually five ice cubes in there. And you're the one that took the picture knowing it's three ice cubes. And the whole internet will argue with you and say it's five ice cubes. And you're not going to win because they said it was five ice cubes. And now people see five ice cubes instead of three ice cubes in the water of the picture that you took. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'd be like me taking a picture of myself, putting it up on there and saying I'm black. <laughs> no, you're not. You'd be yep, like, what's that's exactly Yep, I can put a picture with me, with me, my mom, and my dad, and my daughter, and I still wouldn't be black. No, they'd be like, oh, you must be adopted. They're not your real parents. Say some mm-hmm. shit like that. Because the, yep. the internet That's not the your real mom. They, they, yeah, that's not your real mom. What, where's the certificate then, on that? You know what I mean? Like, and then you, that's you what can you Photoshop do. yourself into a picture of pandas, and they'd be like, there's your real mom. No, no, because yeah. I'm like, no, my my real mom was uh, Felicia Rashad. That's who she really is. <laughs> well, Oprah. Oprah's my mom. Yes. I would like you get a car, no, no, no. you get a car. Back to the Felicia Rashad part. Now I'm kind of turned on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny with her. She still don't think Bill Cosby did it. She just had right. everything. <laughs> right. I love that. I love that you've already. That's how I run my life. He is still defending Bill Cosby. Like, they're just ruining his image. I'm like, you still think of that? <laughs> and you oh, still man, like you... Let me stop talking for you. It's See, just, the, the like, pudding pot, like, man. Mm. Yeah, like, you're you're not, you know you're you're not his real wife in real life, right? 
You can quit playing the TV wife mom. It's over. He stuck his finger in a lot of jello over the years. Yeah, Yeah. and they didn't even know it. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. I'm going to get some sleep, man. Nice talking to y'all, though, man. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll catch up with you. Uh, Keep me updated on that web series. And... Uh, I will catch up with you and definitely get you back on here. Definitely not a problem. Oh yeah, man, yeah. for sure, man. I appreciate y'all, man. And, and I want you to know, I want a lot. I want to hear a lot more of those unpopular thoughts. That's that shit's funny. There, there's just tons of them, man. It's just, I said, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one real quick. Cause it was sort of fucked up. So I said Tina Turner was trash. Right, unpopular opinion. <laughs> Tina Turner was trash. I, I remember that one. Yeah, I remember that. People one. were so. That's actually, to tell you the truth, people were really mad about that one, too. And people were like, no, Tina Turner wasn't trash. And usually, this is another thing I do on these unpopular things. I post them. I don't really look at them for, like, another hour. And then I don't even comment. I just like I just react to everybody's comment, but I don't really comment on anything. <laughs> and then it's, it's been very rare that I comment. So I commented on this one. I was like, y'all know Tina Turner's trash. Y'all can't name one of five songs from Tina Turner. Because she's trash. She were, you know, like she was trash. She was overrated. People were mad. I said, yeah. <laughs> but this was real fucked up. So I said, come on. I said, let's be for real. Tina Turner is more known for getting hit than having hit. <laughs> oh, my mom jumped on there and was so mad. My mom hasn't jumped on none of my fucking popular opinions, and she jumped on it and was like, you're so wrong. You don't disrespect the queen like that. People were like, I can't believe you said that. You're fucked up. And I was like, come on, though, man. Like, I was like, let's be real. When y'all think of Tina, okay. y'all think of Mikey. You think of the hit, you so, think of her. It's, okay, so there's, there's only two songs. There. There's only one song I can think of, and that's Private Dancer. So I can't think of. I know she had like two more, but yeah, the only thing I think got I'm, to do with it. Oh yeah, there's that one. Okay, what's I remember that? The only thing I remember her for Rolling on the he, River. Rolling. Okay, uh, that's three. That's it. What do I remember her? She was in Mad Max. She wasn't she in the Thunderdome? Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember her. Yep. Like I said, and then getting, and then getting. Getting the brakes beat out from, from, from with Ike. Tina Turner was more known for getting hit than having hits. It's not a lie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up, but it's not. I'm not lying. It's not. It's, it's, but it's not true. It's very true. Well, and, yeah, people and the bad part is a great example of follow up is I think Whitney Houston might have looked up to her for that because she had the same problem. Allegedly, allegedly, that was allegedly because allegedly because yeah, nobody said Bobby Brown was hitting her or whatever like that. Bobby Brown just introduced her to hardcore drugs. Allegedly too, yeah. They said she was doing that shit with. They said that's why Eddie Murphy quit fucking with her because she started doing those drugs. See, now I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew Eddie Murphy. Her, her, Eddie Murphy dated for. Ernie, Eddie Murphy dated for a short time, and Eddie for, Murphy for a little minute, yeah. 
Yeah, because supposedly she was doing, you know, those drugs, but I meant he was picking up trainees in the middle of the night, too, so we don't know if that's facts. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he was just giving random people rides in the middle of the night, according to him, but no. I love Eddie Murphy, so I ain't going to dog on him too much. We got the same birthday. You know what, though? Speaking of Eddie Murphy, tell me that wasn't, since we were dogging on Cosby, tell me that wasn't the best uh, monologue ever when he was on Saturday Night Live last year when he talked about uh, being a bad dad. You talking about um? Oh yeah, the beginning of his monologue last year. Yes. Yeah, it was it was good. I thought I thought I thought it was all right. I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't think it was. I don't think any Murphy was all that last year on Saturday Night Live. I think it was overhyped. I didn't watch the rest of it. I just died laughing because he made the giant reference to Bill Cosby, and everybody was so offended immediately. Yeah. They. But they still think he did it too. Like nobody, like the internet's undefeated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind. It's kind of like it's kind of like everybody thinks OJ did it. Allegedly, that's what I'm we'll saying. We'll never know. We'll, we'll, we'll never he ain't telling. Fuck no! That motherfucker be in his dead bed still not telling. You can offer him two million dollars right now. He still wouldn't tell. But yeah, I'm gonna get some sleep. I I'll definitely catch up with you. We definitely gotta do this again. No, right on, bro. We'll definitely do. Just like, yeah. I, I caught like every other syllable of that. I, I did too. I was about to say the same. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just said. Yeah. I was just saying your name. Saying your name it's like a dumb dumb. I was like, look at Vegas, baby. I, 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 I definitely gotta get like, city up. Kansas City up there, You know what? Whatever. Yeah. When I go to work, I'll be like, I'm like screaming at work on the walkie to the Betty Vegas, baby. Fuck y'all. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'll catch up with y'all. Right on. Good night. Good night. Right, Thanks for doing too, this. Man. Peace. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. I'm going to do it again. All right, Chad. I'm probably going to jump off here too. Right. My ass has to be up in about six hours. Right, right. I know. I don't have to go to work, so it's okay. Whatever. Yeah, no, it's okay because I don't have to go to work, so I'm good. Right on. Right, but um, I will probably call you tomorrow and bullshit with you about a few things, and I will holler at you tomorrow. I did because I got an idea. I got an idea because unfortunately, okay. yeah, I definitely need to talk to you about some stuff, and you'll you might get a little laugh out of it. Okay. I will. Why did I think tomorrow was Friday? That's why I'm an idiot. Um, I think today's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Alright bro uh, I will holler at you on my way home tomorrow Alright All right, Later Later
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.